Today's podcast is part two of two in our discussion on dystopias. Uh, if you missed last week's episode, we think this one will still stand on its own. And as always, thanks very much for listening. I I want to say that the left has sort of ended up in a kind of, maybe not a dystopia, but a kind of intellectual archipelago. I, I, think, that, they're dystop- I think it's dystopian, but I'm sorry, please go ahead. Yeah, no, and I'm interested in what you have to say mm-hmm. about that, Travis. In that, um, and this is my take having gone through grad school, art school in the early, in the, in the early aughts. Um, I graduated in 2001 from UC Irvine, uh, a program known for its, um, um, for its intellectual rigor. Mm-hmm. I think my generation, the generation that graduated from Irvine in, um, in the early aughts, believed that we would critique our way out of the historical miasma we were born in, born into. Mm, That's what we thought. We thought, oh yeah, this, all this bullshit is happening with the government and with structural economics and with gerrymandered districts and with teaching certain flawed philosophies that are very sort of American exceptionalists centered. Um, all of this we're, we are going to solve by critiquing the shit out of mm. these people and their mm. philosophies. And it absolutely did not work because what happened was um, um, they <laughs> essentially white supremacists were like, well, what we really need are the levers of government. So we need a judiciary. We need, um, we need to make it anathema to, to ever talk about raising pra- uh, taxes, especially if we're going to use the ta- those tax revenues to undergird and propel social programs. Mm. Um, we're going to make it um, uh, um, anathema to ever talk about uh, uh, spending less money on the military. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's certain policy moves that coincide with these cultural, um, what's the word, um, cognates, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the proliferation of stories around policing, like police, the police, the, the rise of the police procedural as a way of saying, well, here are the good guys and here's what they're up against with the bad guys and we need to give them all the tools. And, you know, this is kind of sub- subliminal cultural uh, messaging saying basically, um, uh, uh, what needs to happen in our culture for us to be safe is for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. us to give willingly give power to um, uh, those people who are duly uh, hired and vetted by the state to have the monopoly on violence. Um, I, 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 it just feels like, and I, and I know I'm kind of, I'm trying to figure this out as I go along, and I know it's a little bit scattered, but I, what I'm saying is essentially critiques stop working because mm-hmm. all the sort of levers in culture, popular culture, and in um, our political structures were impervious to critique. They, it didn't matter what we said. So I think critique stopped working because it's largely masturbatory and mm. inclusive. 
Mm. I mean, and exclusionary and not super interested in a, what I would call, and I, I use this word carefully, a legitimately progressive progress, meaning that progress can be made. Progress is a concept that we actually believe in. Um, mm. I don't think the the, the mm. progressive movement that gets the most oxygen right now believes actually in progress. I, I think that they don't. Mm. I, I don't think but, that but, that. But AOC is, does. Oh, okay. Probably, mm-hmm. maybe, yes. I of that group and of the representatives of that that group, I do find her the most credible and most serious amongst them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a vision for the future. Like she actually does yeah, mm-hmm. believe that this thing can happen. Yeah. Uh, her read on the present, I think, and, and, and that, that group, and I'm painting with very broad brushstrokes because obviously there are a number of people that are not so easily categorized in this way, um, mm-hmm. is not in touch with the reality for most people in this country at this time and the things mm-hmm. that they are aspiring for or ignoring um, aren't historically grounded. And so critique, you know, the, you know, UCI, Daniel Martinez, all that kind of stuff. Critique has an incredibly valuable role to play in aspirational society. I, I don't, you know, it, you can't make progress without it. It's indispensable, but it's sort of like creative destruction. You you need that creative destruction. You need Shiva. You need Shiva to sort of dance to clear the way for a new dance floor and new dancers, mm-hmm. uh, for new dancers. But when that runs amok, it becomes cancerous. And when when it's tearing down things faster than they can be built, the other side of that is senescence and death. And that is what I think the progressive movement is locked in right now. Like the fact that you, I, I was, this is not a made up conversation. This was a handful of years ago. I was finishing up my PhD. I was at a dinner with uh, a number of, of people who are, you know, were prominent in their field. We had just been at a conference and the conversation around the table was that racism in America was as bad as it was in the fifties. Oh no. These, th- this, this is an absurd position. It's an absurd <sighs> position. I'm not saying that ra- – I, I, I would never – personally would not argue. Clearly, racism isn't dead. It's alive and well and kicking. And For sure. here's the thing. isn't ever going to go away. It's never going to go away. People are going to be racist until there are no more people. It's just one modality for sorting in groups and out groups. And it's a shorthand. It's a stupid shorthand. It – it, it should mm. be constantly struggled against, but it's never going to be zero. You're never going to have racism zero. You're never going to have COVID zero. No people ever on the face of the planet have been without prejudices. And by striving for that, it makes us a bunch of zealots. Progressives are zealots right now. They are they are evangelicals knocking on your door or Jehovah Witnesses saying, have you found Jesus? And like that's where that movement is at. And it's destructive and it's dystopian. It is dystopian right now. Like mm. they, there, there is a way to continue to improve these things. There are really mm. difficult challenges, but they're hard. Social media isn't the solution. Cancel culture isn't the solution. 
Like none of these things are actually actually going to get us where we want to go. So I thought that, you know, the dystopian thing I think is very apt for, you know, sort of the people on my side of the political aisle at this point. Mm. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, part of the issue with that formulation is that you, we have to untangle the we, right? When you say it's not going to get us where we want to go, I think that there are a bunch of people in we live with who are our our neighbors and in some cases even our colleagues who aren't part of the kind of we you're really thinking of in that moment Mm. travis because Mm. there's they're those neighbors and colleagues who are completely eschatological they they can't wait for jesus to come back and sort all this mess out they have (laughs) they have no hope for creating a culture in which we live by principle like, well, no, they've like, absolved no. themselves of the responsibility to do that. That's right. That's yes. right. It just, and and, it just and, and, depends on – so you're talking about millenarianism, and there's two different versions of it. There's the one where you have to perfect the world in order to allow Jesus to return, and then there's the one that you it doesn't matter what happens to the world because right. the world is going to be per, uh, perfected you know, post-second you know, coming. Right. And so That's the, the one I think most people one, are into. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say? Even? The, the he, second he one, he, you know, it's the second example. I think it it just doesn't make you have to do much of anything. You just right. sit back and eat chips and watch right. um, TV. So yeah, yeah, it's I, I, with your so, AR forty seven. Yeah, I. If you mean AR fifteen? Sorry, right. AK forty AK forty seven AK forty seven AK forty seven. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, so maybe you might be right. I would be curious to know if there, you know, sort of what the data on that is. It used to not be the case. So the mm-hmm. the, the uh, pre millennialism was, you know, the idea that you're going to perfect the world first. Is I hope I haven't switched those around, but uh, that I mean that was part of the social gospel. That was a big part of you know mm-hmm. sort of like the 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 civil rights movements in the in the sixties and mm-hmm. the and you know kind of the uh, what is it uh, mode magazine or whatever, which was that really progressive uh, magazine in the seventies around gay culture, but it was sponsored by a Christian group. Um, I forget the name of it. But, oh, I don't know anything um, about that. That's hilarious. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was, I mean, After it was Stonewall it was, or prior, prior to Stonewall? Prior to, I think, I believe. Uh, the so, Medicine Society or no? There's the name of the magazine, and we can I can uh, look it up after the 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 podcast or even when someone else is talking. I think it's called Mode or something like that, or Meth. It was a Methodist uh, magazine, I think. But anyway, that sounds hilarious. So the the thing is the. That has not always been the case in America. You might be right that it is now. I actually I don't know where the breakdown is, but religions in mass, you know, have at various times in our history and other countries' histories been a key driver for social progress. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. It, it isn't. It hasn't always been the case that it's retrograde and conservative. Uh, now it is sometimes, of course. Um, but mm-hmm. again, like we're you, you know, Seth sort of not to not to push too much, but it's sort of the in group out group thing again, right? Like the problem is these people over there that don't, be, you know, that believe Jesus is coming back. The problem, the problems in our fucking house, the problems right here. We are the problem. So are they. I'm not saying that it's exclusively with us, but that that sort of like that in group out group thinking is. Mm-hmm is accelerated and intensified more so than at any point in my conscious adult life. 
Like mm-hmm. you literally have people that you are not supposed to talk to. You're not supposed to listen to what Tom Cotton has to say about, mm-hmm. you know, violence in cities or whatever. But he's, evil, but, he's, but he's evil. Like, I, I don't mean, think like, he's real talk. I don't know him. We don't know this guy. I don't. I but don't, you can listen to evil people. I mean, it's. I hear what you're saying about this idea um, prohibited. You know, if you're this thing, you don't do this. If you do this thing, you if you're this thing, you don't do that. Absolutely. And that's it's it's lazy. Sometimes people don't even know yeah. what they're fighting for. I saw a thing the other yeah. day. It was like critical race theory is the worst thing in the world. And he goes, well, what is it? Well, what is it? <laughs> what is it? And then finally he goes, I don't know what it is, but the people on the television told me I should be right. mad at it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's how I, and I just, you take out critical race theory and you just put in whatever the hot topic is, you know, on the blank. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I, but sure. I feel, I feel I run into that too in the art scene. And I think that there are people, and I don't know this for a fact, but I suspect that there are people who, when my name comes up in conversation, they're like, oh yeah, don't read him. Yeah, don't 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 be don't right. be Seth Rodney, because yeah. I will say things that are really critical about black people, and and certain black people are like, no, 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 that's that's not okay. You don't. Do yeah, that. right, right. Yeah, I, I think that that is endemic, and I think the, the my concern is that it's getting worse. A mm. society can can stand a certain amount of that for a period of time, uh, but if it it can reach a kind of escape velocity. And I think it is already there. I just don't know where the guardrails are. I'm not sure Mm. what you, I don't know where the guardrails are. I don't know. It's Mm. not definitely, I would, it feels like it would be in the schools and it would, and it would be a healthy counterculture that would help to prevent some of that or to be mindful of that. I'm not sure if it hasn't happened already. The escapism. Yeah, no, you mean that it's just like it's 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 out of the barn and we're not getting it back kind of thing. Yeah, you might be right. I, 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 well, I, I don't know if I agree with that structure of it. I just mm. feel like that the – it's not about whether it needs to go back in the barn or not. I'm still thinking about the ways in which thought like this could be a, a generative place to move into other spaces, right? So you've got everybody running one way, but one person stops and they trample him, but then someone goes, why they trample him? And then other people <laughs> begin to stop and kind of think about right. the trample person, you know, and what does that mean? So that's what I'm thinking. That it's not a, if that or this, it's something I'd like to believe that social media can't, I'm, I'm looking at both what I think are the things that make us crazy about social media. So Bill Cosby gets out of jail. Phyllis mm. Rashad, his TV wife. Mm. Oh, a grave injustice has been overturned, yes. blah, 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 right? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. people get mad at her. And yeah. I was going to put on my Facebook page, but I didn't want to do any fighting right now, which mm. is Phil, 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 Felicia Rashad did not rape those women. And I was going to keep it <laughs> there. I still think I might do it because, because what I want to want people to understand you, is that you, you can have get, your opinions, mm-hmm. you can support people, mm-hmm. but if you like her in other ways, what are you talking about? Do you mm-hmm. think that right now they're even questioning her whether she can be an effective dean at Howard University dude, if she supports Cosby? And my dude, brain goes, she didn't rape those women. Let's, so, st- let's start to complicate this a bit. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. dude, I, I was just on the phone the other day, yesterday, I think, with someone who wants to may end up writing an op-ed for us at Hyperallergic, basically mm. arguing that she should resign as dean because yeah, I mean, she's taking on. this. Uh, like, no, she's, I, I mean, don't agree so, with like, that at all. Let, yeah. I, mm-hmm. So, look, if you, I mean, this is her friend. 
Like she believes her friend over the media. That's her no, crime. No, 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 she no, believes no, her the friend, media, but she's been a 60, stand for her friend. Sixty women. So here, zero. But here's the rub, though. She's never care. changed her position from jump. So right mm. now, the people are mad about it right now because of the over. So what I'm getting at is something I think Travis might be pointing to is. So everybody's just rushing without really thinking about what they're saying. They're mm. just mad. Mm. I'm not going to put. I'm not going to be tweeting Felicia Rashad. <laughs> what the right, fuck right, is right, that? Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> that is, no, what that I'm feels saying is, like, it's, mm, no, no, I'm not. Doing it's that. entirely mm. understandable that this person would be standing by her friend. That mm. is a t- that is a very human and, in fact, even admirable trait. If you got accused by 60 women, Seth, would you want me to be like, fuck that guy? No, if, you would want me to stand no, by you because you're, no. No, I'm saying, you, you, I, I'm saying, mm. of course, that's what you would want. And of course, loyalty is in and of itself not something to condemn someone for. She didn't hold the women down. Like, the, okay, I, I okay. Mean, it's uh, just, so, 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 so let's take this to the logical extreme then. Yes. Then you would, not put Eichmann on trial. Uh, no, that is not the logical extreme of what I'm saying that, at all. I was so happy uh, that he, you said that. All, he, all he's doing was is doing his job. No, no, he no, was no, just no, doing no. his job. He I just, think these are not right. equal things. Okay, can, can I disassemble <laughs> what you just said? Okay, so okay. A, I did not say Felicia Rashad should be adjudicating justice for Cosby. That is for a court of law, and that Fair is enough. for a judge to do. So okay. I don't think I don't think Eichmann's best friend should be deciding if Eichmann should you know be found guilty or not. Okay. Our personal Fair. feelings about it—that's th- the whole point of a jury, a, a jury of your peers, not mm-hmm. a jury of your friends, right? The mm-hmm. other is corrupt, and so I don't think these are equivalent uh, examples at all. I, I'm with Stephen on that. Like, yeah, I think I mean, as far as I know, as far as I followed it, Cosby seems like really guilty as far as I can tell. I, I wish he, he were in prison. Admitted to it. Yeah. He admitted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably those prosecutors shouldn't have given him a get out of jail free card. The reason he right. got out yeah. of prison was because of a process, because of prosecutorial misjudgment. Right. Yes. Like Fair. the, yes. the judges were upholding that. So like that's on them. Maybe those people shouldn't be prosecutors anymore if they are, but what does Felicia Rashad have to do? And I don't want to go too far into it because I don't, you know, I, I appreciate Stephen bringing up uh, the example because I think it's a very apt to the current moment. But mm-hmm. all these people are just full of shit. They're all full of shit. I mean, I, 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 you have to know well, that. I mean, we can't actually. No, no, no. I, I'm saying the mm-hmm. outrage is is vanity. Mm. That's what it that- is. The outrage is vanity. It is an exercise mm-hmm. in vanity. It is self titillating. Mm-hmm. It's. It's again, I used this earlier, it's masturbatory. There's nothing affirmative. That's not going to do anything for women. Like, this isn't going to do anything for patriarchy, against the patriarchy. It Mm. it just, it's totally ineffectual as far as a positive effect on society. Mm. I'm going to, what I'm going to do with what you just said, um, Travis, is that I think that how. The lack of power that someone feels in doing something like this. Because when I first heard that she supported me, I was like, that's gross, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess he didn't try anything with you. That's just gross <laughs> because he did it. Right. Right. Clearly. Right. Right. But as a human, she has her right. I'm going to take my right 
to feel the way I feel. Mm-hmm. And if I don't give that to other people, then that it's over. Mm-hmm. It's just over. And so what I think when I hear people talk about, you know, she should be done this and we should, that outrage for me is like, use that outrage to talk about how corporations do this, that, and the other and fuck people over. Mm-hmm. Use that outrage to do this. But Felicia Rashad, no, no. Mm-hmm. Someone of that age, someone of that, 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 that it was her. It's, I think what people do is they want to act as if the outrage is a substitute for action. Mm. And it's not. That's your personal social media page. Mm. Got sure, it. That's right. Yeah. You coming after her to this notion of cancel culture? That's so. I'm still parsing cancel culture. I still don't get the. I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. And what I mean, what I don't get is that you do the crime, you should do the time. But we live in a culture where you don't do that. <laughs> you mm. can do the crime, and you can not ever do the time. Mm. And so I think that. It's the mob sensibility, a mob mm. reality around it, but also want to go and hug mob members and go, mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I felt the same way too. But look over there. That's where some power might be where you want to challenge that shit, not here. That's I, where I'm at with I, it. I, 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 I actually am coming around to your, your, you guys' um, your position. Um, mm-hmm. Because I do think that there's something profoundly wrong with to sort of riff on your um, rhetorical construction, Stephen, I think what happens is people do stuff that is taken to be a crime, and then they're forced to do the time. But that, like, that mm. you're right. I mean, what Felicia Rashad has done is not criminal. Like, um, no, no. I don't. I totally do not agree with her. But it is not. Yeah. absolutely not criminal. And to say that. If someone, I'm trying to think of real world examples, but mm. um, none are really coming to mind, except for this. The, the example of, the, that's in my head is Sean Leonardo, but neither, neither of you, I think, will know this. Sean Leonardo is a, an artist. Uh, he actually is, sort of has a very varied practice. He's known for his performance stuff. He did something last, no, not last year, but 2019 at a Guggenheim. It's a big mm. deal. Uh, he got into it at a previous museum show. He's, I think he was at the Bronx Museum up until about a month ago in his show of um, um, sort of manipulated photographs where he takes images of, of black men being um, right. clubbed or beaten by cops and he removes the sort of identifying information around the mm-hmm. black um person and sort of sort of so leaves them in sort of kind of a silhouette uh, like rodney king on the ground surrounded by police but then rodney's body is just in silhouette anyway he he, he did his whole series like that mm-hmm. um he got into trouble in a previous museum show because the mother of tamir rice samira rice uh oh, it's tamir object- rice Oh, Tamira, right. Sorry, her name. Right, Samira. Samira Rice objected Mm -hmm. to Sean Leonardo using, I don't know if he used her, I don't know if he used her son's image, but he may have had uh, some version of his image in the work that he was, uh, had Mm -hmm, in that mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. Uh, She objected to it and said that he had no right to blah, 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 Mm -hmm. use the image, profit off it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with someone. Um, the other day, um, I won't mention her name, but she's been in the art scene for a long time. 
And she said, and we were talking about seeing Sean's show at the Brooklyn, I uh, sorry, at the Bronx Museum of Arts and mm-hmm. liking it. And they put some of the stuff up on Instagram. And she said, yeah, yeah, my friends tell me though that Sean's canceled. I'm like, really? Like, I don't, what? Like, I mean, here's a guy who has been in, he's on the board of recess. Like he is, um, which is a a major um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, arts organization based in Brooklyn. He has been part of the court innovation um, thing, diversion program to get kids um, who caught up in low level crimes, um, Mm -hmm. not to be not to do time not to not to be on probation for um he's been part of that program that basically diverts them into these like one-on-one workshops where they work with artists to like um essentially get a better sense of themselves and their own Mm -hmm. potential right so like he's he has all the bona fides like he's done the work and his a lot of it most of his performance work is really around black masculinity and it's very sort of fraught relationship with power with physical power with political power Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with other people's power la 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 he's done all that and then and then i have this conversation with this woman and she's like yeah yeah sean's canceled i'm like how what like how does that happen so quickly like he and 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 sean sounds like an awful caricature like right (laughs) i mean who talks like like that right well didn't you say i heard that he was canceled she said oh i hear he's canceled yeah my friend said he's right so it's not even a first person sort of a you know witness when you said that i was like that's interesting that's an interesting construction my friend shay she say he's canceled like oh jesus and then does that mean that you just automatically go along with it or did you do any thinking about it yourself oh no me do you become not you but you know your friend do you you become responsible for your own opinion right Right. so you know this actually seth's example kind of helps color the i everything that you had said before Stephen. i'm i'm on board with except that I don't necessarily think that the crowd feels powerless, and I think that there is a joy that they feel in their yeah. social power, and that I, yes. I think I think I think it is while not as consequential, it is the same ugliness that uh, brought barbecue ribs out to lynchings, and it's the same sort of it's the same sort of joy that were brought to Nuremberg rallies like the same bloodlust the same yeah the bloodlust is yeah the same sort of pleasure that the group mm-hmm. takes in trampling I don't the, know if that's power though the outcast monkey that's power for those people saying. that are canceled I think I think what they think about I think about they're thinking of a power that I don't respect maybe that's more accurate oh yeah I would say that yeah. it's a power that is born of the the oppression of other people. It's mm. it's the born of the the the, it's power the destruction over of the mind. Of, yeah, it's power right. over and, instead of power too. You know, which are yeah. different. And so, right, and so that's where I agree with you. I don't feel like that. That's actual power. I feel like power is. I do think of it as in the affirmative. You know, mm. I think of it as something that is generative and useful to not just me, but to you and your family. And everything. that's why I think about power. And yeah, I realized I'm that with- it just, it, I need better ways to um, frame it so people understand because I don't respect that power. That's, that's the easy shit to me. That's the easy yeah. shit. I could just go join a group right now and we could all hate, hate the same group people and ideas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just easy to me. Mm-hmm. But it's really not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, it's, 
you know, the distinction that is sometimes made with its power over versus power to, right? And one mm-hmm. of the one of the limitations of the progressive left, a la Foucault, right? Michel Foucault, a French mm-hmm. philosopher, right? Is that it's everything for Foucault is a critique of power over everything. All of mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. all of his critiques are always that it you know it's the 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 power over someone's sexuality, the power over someone's mm-hmm, thinking, mm-hmm. the power over someone's imagination. But there is right. another authentic source of power, and that is the power to the power to imagine, the power to create. Yes. And oh, yes. the progressive left has not championed for a long time the power to do these things. And so what they True. have grabbed a hold of True. with both hands and with their canines is the power over. And and now they're cannibalizing mm. their own. Right? It's yeah. not satisfying. It's not it's no longer satisfying to excoriate. I mean, white supremacists and these people, these people are a joke. Like they're a caricature, you know, the the the, the mm-hmm. torch bearing people like these those ver- that version of white supremacy doesn't have real social power anymore in most of the country and so they've begin to cannibalize their own progressives have begin to like they're like all the the french nobles around louis the 14th like they want to be closer to the shitter and so each one of them you know, I say that because Louis the Fourteenth very famously put his toilet in the center of the palace, and all the courtesans would kind of circle around him to get closer mm. to get time with him. So mm. they're competing. Oh, thank you for explaining that. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> the, yeah, they're competing mm-hmm. for a very limited amount of bandwidth, and mm. so all of the progressive, like, no, you're not a real progressive. I'm a real right. progressive. Like, right. let me. I can tear. I can tear this down. I can tear that down. And right. it, they're. They're like, you know, they're like the cat in the jungle, the mother, the, the mother who's there's something is broken in their brain and they start eating their young. And, mm. and, and, and that's what's happened. The, the progressives collective brain has misfired and we are cannibalizing. I feel like you're overstating it, but I have no evidence. I just go, <laughs> I'm sure there, I'm sure there are some progressives that are not doing exactly what you're saying. Of course you're right. Of course you're right. But yeah, yeah, but of course the, the right. way that you go in that I that I, that both fascinates me and I wrote it down. I was like I have to do some work on this because I don't know this. Yeah, I'm like, sure. I know lefties course, that uh, don't seem to be that kind of lefty, but then I met lefties that are, right? I've met lefties sure. that are the only yeah. authentic person. For sure. Yeah. They're the only ones that know the right way. And I and I hate that with right I hate that with anyone anyway. Because yeah, I isn't go, that one answer. Yeah. Oh, so, isn't that so Seth's boring. example though? I hear he's canceled. I hear Sean Leonardo is canceled. Isn't that isn't that isn't that it's just it's an that example is a of very it? good it's, example it's, it's, of it's, it's abdicating one's responsibility to take <laughs> responsibility for their own opinion, but, but, but also like it's just casual. You know, so yeah, I agree. And with you. And, 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 like, and here's the thing. Here's the interesting. Th- here's the interesting thing. She's the same person. You guys may remember this conversation. Months ago, I talked about being at a, an art show, a small gallery in Brooklyn, and taking these images of this guy's work, Justin Sterling. And this is the same woman who didn't post the stuff on Instagram because people asked her not to, because Justin Sterling had. I gotten remember into the this- story. Yes, had gone into this sexual mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. situation right. with the woman. Yeah. Yes, yeah, where the woman, where they had aggressive sex, I guess, and the woman complained about him not treating her gently or in or the right way, mm-hmm. and they like, and she played out this whole their 
series of texts back and forth where basically mm. she accused him of, of right. essentially of sexual assault. And so people spoke to this woman and asked her to take down the images of Justin Sterling's work she'd put on Instagram. And then it was up to, you know, it was up to me to decide whether or not I was going to put up my images of his work, which I actually genuinely liked. Um, and whether people were going to, and, but interestingly enough, I did put up the images and nobody reached out to me to ask them to take them down. But this person, like she is so sensitive to other people's like, stuff and call 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 calls out or call outs call outs mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that um yeah she her response is hey okay you know i don't know all right i'll take it down no big like and and, and yeah that's 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 a problem but i do want to say this as well travis i think it's i think you're absolutely right in pointing this out about the deep deep hole in the political progressive movement and how, especially among the intellectual class, does this, mm -hmm. I mean, I see it all the time in the art scene. People are mm -hmm. just, just ready to tear a hole in mm -hmm. to the, 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 the person that's next to them. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. uh, uh, because they don't quite get the orthodoxy, right? Um, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, this is happening on the far right too. Like I, I, I just oh, of read, course. absolutely. I just read that that uh, among the Oath Keepers, they <laughs> they are falling apart financially because their leader ended up spending a whole bunch of their money on personal shit, and they oh, were, no. they were deplatformed by quote unquote big tech, and so have had real real trouble ra ra um, uh, raising funds. They were kicked off PayPal. They were kicked off uh, 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 Twitter. Uh, so this mm. is, I think, this is a feature of those groups where that kind of group think that you referred to Travis mm -hmm. earlier as essentially poisonous to the ambition of coming into fuller and truer knowledge of the self. Like yeah. these groups don't allow that to happen right or left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they produce this kind of, of self affirming orthodoxy and they, mm. they are happy, thrilled, really, to get out the pitchforks and the torches once one member of their own group starts to stray. Dystopian. Mm. That's dystopian. That's dystopian <laughs> yeah. as fuck. It is, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no future. There's only room for one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's now. right. Yeah, two men, yeah. two men enter, one man leaves. Um, mm. uh, you know, from uh, oh, uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Um, the uh, an, a, a great uh, there's fam very famously uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. The I don't know if it's like a dwarf or whatever the character says. You know, two two men enter, one man leaves, uh, and you know, very <laughs> obvious famous dystopian movie. Um, so mm. you know, yeah, I I think so. Two things, um, and then I'll let someone else have the last word. Uh, Stephen, mm -hmm. of course you're right. Of course, I was painting of course I'm right. broad brush. Of course, right. I'm the only one here. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one. Don't forget it, listeners. It's Stephen G. Fullwood. Okay? Look me up. I've done everything. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, of course I'm painting with a broad brush. 
it's mm-hmm. there are lots of exceptions and probably more exceptions than rules uh, in in those instances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I would second what Seth said. It just right now I feel like that more destructive impulse is ascendant and mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be subsiding. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. And then the last thing, uh, only tangentially related, it was called Motive Magazine. Motive? And it was, okay, cool. Thank you. And it was founded in 1941. Mm. Wow. Mm. I'm going to be looking uh, this up because I know it's online so, and somebody's already canceled it. No, just... <laughs> Stephen or Seth, you guys want to... One of you want to have the... You One of you want to have the last word? I would challenge our listeners to think about how they... Um, entertain obsess over ideas around dystopian ideas like where mm. where it shows up in their lives whether it's relationships their job mm. their religion mm. the government their neighborhoods and think about what that might mean for them mm. um all right on that note thank you very much steven and seth and i'll talk to you guys next week okay later <laughs> <laughs>